Hello and welcome to the special edition of Christmas Movie Spotlight. I'm your host, Dawn Mack, and I'm here with my friend and colleague, and I'm not going to say co-host Pam, I'm just going to say my friend and colleague Pam. Hey Pam, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm... I'm still your co-host, so it's still okay to say it. <laughs> now, folks, if you heard a previous interview that we we aired recently, um, then Pam was picking at me as we always are bantering back and forth about the whole me always coming out and introducing her as my co-host, which we are. We are the co-hosting duo of Christmas Movie Spotlight. So I thought I'd kind of get her back. Um, so if you follow along, yeah. you know what this and if you're a first-time listener, we apologize for the craziness, but it's just who we are, folks. It's just who we are. <laughs> well, speaking of, how are you, Pam? I'm doing well, thank you. And how about yourself? Well, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I mean, how can you not be doing good? It's the holiday season. We've got all these great movies that we're watching, um, and, you know, I've been movie marathoning, and, and I'm sure you're movie marathoning and DVRing, and I wish I had a DVR. Um, could you... Maybe that could be my Christmas gift from you, by the way. Mm, yeah, I'll get right on that. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll be looking for it. Uh, just let me know when you're shipping it. <laughs> sure. Oh. Well, it's a today, check in the, the checks in the mail, as they say. Hey, <laughs> the checks in the mail. I'll be looking for that. I'm not holding my breath, by the way. So. <laughs> Today, Pam and I are so excited to bring you our special interview with the dashingly handsome and incredibly talented Peter Porte. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another one I like to look at on my TV screen. <laughs> when he's on screen, he's so distinguished in, in the way he speaks, um, and he's such a phenomenal actor anyway but this was such a fun interview i i so enjoyed in fact he was one of our first guest interviews that we did um for this season and so it was just fun and exciting and um to be able to talk to him about his career which you'll get to hear all about it here shortly yeah this is one we had to keep under wraps a really long time (laughs) like i think we look back Late summer, you know, it wasn't even fall, and we were talking about Christmas movies. So, um, so yeah, but we've had this under wraps for a good while. <laughs> Definitely. And be sure to catch Peter as he stars in the Lifetime original movie, Christmas Harmony, which premieres Saturday, November 24th at 10 Eastern, 9 Central. And we are so excited right now to bring you this great interview with Peter Porte. Enjoy the show. And thanks for having me on your show. You're very welcome. We're so pleased that you are taking the time to speak with us. Um, So I guess we'll go ahead and get started. And uh, I wanted to know when you knew you wanted to be an actor. Was it something that you wanted to do from a young age or did that come later? Uh, you know, I think it was from a pretty young age. We watched a lot of movies growing up, and uh, I grew up about an hour outside of Manhattan, so we went to the city quite a bit with my mom and dad to visit my grandmother who lived there, and I would beg them to go take me to see shows. So I was I fell in love pretty quickly. But to be honest, the reason I think I caught the bug was in third grade. My mother is from Poland and my dad is from Italy. And 
it's pretty customary to dress up your kids in this traditional Polish garb. So we had these, you know, like you make, you, the kids look like little dolls, like in very traditional Polish costumes. And um, mm-hmm. we had them made for us when we were really little kids. And I remember in third grade, I brought my costume in and they decided that they were going to do a play with all of the students. And the play was about Christopher Columbus. And so she looked at me, she looked at the costume, she saw it fit. She goes, okay, well, we've got a Christopher Columbus. And that was my first leading role in a, um, in a show because I fit the And uh, ever Aww. since then, that's, I think that was the first time that I was on stage and uh, I fell in love with it that moment. And that could have went either way, you know, when you're that young. You're either going to love it or you're going to be terrified, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's a good you're thing right. that Especially didn't Especially when it happen. isn't your choice. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, no, I bet it was right. adorable, though. <laughs> uh, I wish I had recording. I mean, if that happened today, it would be everywhere. You'd be on your phone. But I, I can't imagine that we even have that recorded anywhere. I'm oh, very yeah. curious to see my expression. Exactly, exactly. And who, and who wouldn't want to see a young Peter Porte do something like that? I mean, all the fans out there that you have, I mean, they would just be drooling. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I was a pretty weird-looking kid, but thank you. I'm flattered. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, as I mentioned, you do have a lot of fans, and they're worldwide, um, you know, many from different things that you've done, different projects, and including Hallmark and The Young and the Restless. And I have to say that I loved your character and on Young and the Restless, and you were, was really bummed out when you were killed off, although it did make for a good story. Me too. Line. I know, right? I mean, it seemed like you when were just they, um, getting started I- on there. I felt that way too. I think that the show was going through a lot of changes uh, internally and I was uh, one of the last people in. So it looked like I was one of the first people out, which is fair because, you know, when it comes to seniority, those people have, they should have some more job protection. But I remember my producer, Tony took me aside and uh, within the set or within the the cast, you know that you are getting either a talking to or some really bad news. If he takes you to a certain bench um, on a certain part of fake uh, park on the set. And, oh, wow. uh, I was like, Uh-oh. and he told, and it was that morning. I'm like, Oh man, what I do now. And uh, I'd been on the show for about a year, a year and uh, some change at this point. And, um, and he said, you know, we hate to have to do this, but we're going to have to end your character. And um, But the, the good thing is that we're going to give you the best send-off you could ever ask for. And suddenly my character went from, you know, a pretty straightforward paper pusher working for uh, the character Phyllis to suddenly stealing babies, threatening Phyllis, killing people, <laughs> killing girlfriends, holding Eden hostage, fighting with his dad, shooting. You know, it was suddenly in the last three months, I had so much to do. And for that, I'm very grateful. It was a great send off. Yeah, it definitely was. I mean, you couldn't ask for better at that point in time and in, in what you were going through. Mm-hmm. What did you learn from being on a soap that you took with you to other projects? Soap operas are one of the hardest 
genres, I think, in this town. Um, just the turnaround is unbelievable. Uh, working on movies, I've done a couple, as you, you know, um, Hallmark movies, and those work really fast, too. But I think that soaps actually move even quicker. Um, so it, it was a kind of a boot camp for, for me in preparation for doing any other film or TV. Um, for example, there's a, there's a, about 42 minutes of programming every single, or five days a week, right? They only shoot mm-hmm. four days. So you're filming an entire day's worth of material plus a quarter of another day's worth in just a single day. Um, and sometimes they block shoot, which means that they don't shoot it in sequential order of what you see on television. Sometimes they'll take all the scenes from your next two weeks and just throw them all at you. And you have to kind of figure out emotionally where you might be at each given oh, point yeah. in time. Um, oh, and so for a procedural, if you're looking to an NCIS or a CSI or even these bigger um, these bigger uh, TV shows, uh, Game of Thrones, um, uh, Big Little Lies, they take like eight days, if not more. Some take two weeks. I know a crown, a, an episode of The Crown that took six weeks to film. Oh so just imagine like <laughs> the luxury of having that much time to create a character <laughs> exactly. to get the scene so perfectly right. <laughs> Meanwhile, here we are on The Young and the Restless, that same amount of material in a day. <laughs> so it and definitely probably, taught me how probably. to be. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say it just taught me to be, you know, very, very specific and to take my own direction and to be incredibly prepared because you get one try. It's a miracle that I think any, any outstanding performances come from soap because the odds are so stacked against you. Yeah, I was going to so say probably true. in one take to be able to cover that much material in a single day um, and that much ground mm-hmm. as well for filming. You know, uh, that's that's mm-hmm. incredible. That that really tests an, an actor's character and strength of character in terms of the endurance, <laughs> you know, on the set. Mm-hmm. Certainly, yeah. Wow. Well, you did good. I have to tell you that, and we were impressed. And, and <laughs> as, oh, yeah. as a, thanks, as, I had a lot of fun. As, as, as major soap fans, we love to follow our favorites, no matter where they go. So that's how we know that you know you're on Hallmark or on CSI or or any of the other shows we you know tend to watch, and even some that we don't watch. So we will go out of our way to watch a certain episode if one of our fan favorites are on there. Thank you. I, that's amazing. I didn't realize that there was such loyalty. I appreciate that. Oh, you're very welcome. And, yes, it's it's a huge loyal fan base. So when you receive a script, what do you look for in deciding whether or not you want to be a part of that project? Mm, well, what I usually do when I receive a script is I download it and then in the search bar, I type in my character's name and then I go to the last page that my character is in and I see uh, what's he, what's he doing? And if he has a very meaningful part to play within the storytelling of that film or, uh, or part on TV. Um, This is when I get an offer in most auditions. Um, 
I do a similar thing, but I also, I like to, I enjoy, I really enjoy acting. If, if that was not obvious, I really enjoy doing it. <laughs> so <laughs> if I have an opportunity to audition, if I have an opportunity to go in and meet with a casting director that, or a director or a producer that I have never met with before, or one that I have and I want to show them, even if the part isn't right for me, but to show them that perhaps um, I can do something different or I can bring this to the table, then I'll go in. If it's, um, if it's a part that I am, I'm offered, which, you know, doesn't happen every day, that would be, a, it's, a, it's a wonderful um, opportunity. Um, then I'll take a look at the part and I'll, I'll use the technique that I explained just moments ago about going to the end, seeing how he is affecting the overall story, how important he is. And if he's just trivial or, or I don't know, sometimes characters are just there to, you know, push things along then, you know, you look at the paycheck, and if it's a lot of money, you do it. And if not, if you don't have to worry about that, then you might pass on it and wait for the next job. That's how I usually choose roles. If they're interesting, yes, absolutely. Um, and if they're, if they're characters that I've never played before, because, you know, in this town, it's very easy to start getting pigeonholed into certain characters, and right. if you have an opportunity, it does not come every day to play a very different, interesting to you character. I say absolutely take it. That's well, a that very, interesting very interesting way to do that. <laughs> Look at me and Don both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you, know, you, you, you hear of all different kinds of ways, but to me that kind of, you know, if you go to the last page and you're just, kind of absorbing what that last yeah. page of script might read. It kind of it doesn't kind of give you the fill in the fill in the blanks per se, but it kind of does bring it full circle so that you can gain a an idea of what can I do with this that could be out of the yes. box thinking, so to speak. And if your character is not being is not being featured in the end, then you keep on moving backwards in the script and slowly but surely you'll recognize how important you are to this storytelling. And in some cases it's not very important at all. And that will definitely um it, it will it will inform your decision and whether or not to take a part. Oh yeah. Well, having mm -hmm. played many different types of roles, what would you consider to be your favorite type of role to play? Uh, that's a good question. I um I really enjoy doing Hallmark movies because they're just really fun. They're really fun, they're really sweet, they're telling a love story, they're uplifting. Um they're and and you know, to be honest, uh, the three that I've done uh, the third one I got to do was a little, it was, he was, there was a, even more, every time I go back to Hallmark, I find that those scripts are having more and more bite to them. You know, they're a little bit more juicy. There's a little bit more, um, uh, cause you know, it's, it's fun to play a prince and to be like a, per, like a very sweet, perfect, warm, all, you know, what, what, a uh, what the female uh, lead is going to want. But, when they throw in little mm -hmm. little shades of something different or some quirk or some you know then th that's always a lot of fun to play when i'm when i'm working with hallmark otherwise i love doing comedies and i was for a couple of years i was recurring um 3 years i think on a show called baby daddy and i got to work with an amazing yeah. cast and it was sitcom uh which moves very quickly as well but it's this awesome blend of um live performance while still on television because you know we're doing it in front of a live studio audience 
and mm-hmm. I really love theater. Um, so that character was a lot of fun to me too, because he was um, very flawed. He was um, on the outside, seemingly someone who had all of their uh, ducks in a row and was handsome and was wealthy, but inside he was just a neurotic, nervous, um, narcissist wreck. And, uh, and yet still lovable somehow to my, uh, my counterpart, Bonnie, played by Melissa Peterman. So that was probably one of my favorite parts that I ever played, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, on the note of Hallmark, we love seeing you in a Hallmark movie. I mean, it's just, it's, mm-hmm. Hallmark in general is just a great network. But, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. They've really gotten very creative in how they're, you know, adding these nuances to the scripts now and the writing. And it's, you know, and it's, I think that's why so many people just are in love with Hallmark, you know. But seeing you on screen mm-hmm. and playing in those movies, it just, it adds something. So you do a great job no matter what you're doing. Um, but uh, on thank that you. note, well, you're very welcome. Um, what do you find challenges you the most when you are embarking on a new role? And what, if any, types of preparation do you have to do for the role? Um, well, let's talk about Hallmark specifically. Um, I think that one of the biggest challenges I have with, uh, with Hallmark is that we typically have about three weeks to shoot a, um, a movie, and um, everything we do, we do the opposite of what you would instinctually think we should be doing. So, for instance, if we're shooting a Christmas movie, we're shooting it in August. So you're dealing with, um, with uh, extreme heat, but we're covering everything in fake snow. You're wearing sweaters and jackets, and it's 90 degrees outside. Same happens <laughs> uh, this last movie that I did with them. That was supposed to all take place in spring, and it was... Uh, uh, Vancouver in January and it was oh my gosh freezing oh we lost him hello Uh, sorry about that I I lost the call (laughs) that's all right thank you I don't know if you're under our end so we're good sorry about that I might okay so I think I was just describing the um uh, the challenges with Hallmark, uh, shooting a Hallmark movie. Right. The other major challenge, besides like just um, the the conditional or situational challenge, is that they often front load those three weeks with all of the big dramatic scene work. So in most cases, you're shooting the climax of the movie first because it is probably dealing with a big ball or a big reunion or a, a, a wedding or whatever it may be. But they want to get make sure that they have these big challenging scenes over because they usually entail h- huge sets and lots of extras. But that forces you to create chemistry with your scene partner on the first day, having never, usually never met the person before. So that's kind of hard. Uh, besides, you know, uh, the 14, 15 hour days, and then you go home that evening, and then you have to learn all of the sides or the, your 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 um, lines for the next scene. But it's that initial week where you have to create a familiarity and a love and a comfort level and a um, intimacy level with your co-star having never, ever met them before, on a big-time crunch. That's probably wow. the, the, one of the biggest challenges, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, undoubtedly, because it's it's like the script and the movie is all out of order when you're filming it, you know, and there's no That's continuity right. of flow. Um, so I can imagine that that would be incredibly difficult to just um, roll into <laughs> into character, in and out of character, depending upon what scene you had to shoot on a given day. Um, so that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know, that that's a kind of a behind-the-scenes tidbit that, as viewers, they don't know this. and um, Oh, no. And which makes, you know, as, as actors, it makes you just all the more talented because that takes great skill and talent to be able to do that on the fly. It certainly in, takes in some a matter practice. of three weeks. Yes. Yeah, I sometimes I, you know, if I'm watching it with my mom or something, I'll point it out to her and I'll be like, so – this moment right here, this scene we shot first. This is the first time that we ever met each other. Um, and, you know, she has a hard time believing it. But then I was also listening to um, an interview about, did you guys see the movie Lion by any chance? I don't think so. Have you, Pam? No. The Lion? No. The Lion. It's called no, Lion. That's... It came out last year. It's a, It's a really brilliant movie. But they talk about how... Uh, the director, the way that they shot it, the whole movie is about a kid that went l- missing. And then um, he uh, he was adopted by an American or Australian, I'm not sure, uh, family. And um, after like all these trials and tribulations and this storytelling, he is reunited with his mother. And they had, they they ended up shooting the final scene where he meets his mother first. And that is the first time that this, these two actors had ever seen each other. And it's so beautiful, but just to like think about that while you're watching the film is so, such a head trip to think like yeah. <laughs> they're mother and son, but they've never seen each other before. And this is the first day of them even in production. So yeah, it's a pretty common thing in, in uh, the film industry, but it's, it, it's still kind of a wild notion to like wrap your head around. And every time I get a, a new film, I try to make a point now to like reach out and just now let's go to coffee. Let's go to breakfast before we do this, just so that we understand like wh- what your name is. What's your favorite color? Right. <laughs> let's fall in love. Oh my gosh. And Yeah. I can see where that would, yeah, I can see where that could possibly be the most challenging thing you could, you could possibly endure as an actor. And, uh, and speaking of movies, um, we understand rumor on the street, at least, is that you are filming a Christmas movie. Is that true? Uh, yes, we are um, in post-production right now. It's called uh, Christmas Harmony, and it was created and directed by Nenea Miata. And it uh, stars a friend of mine, Kelly Jackal. Um, and uh, it's a, the story about uh, Kelly plays Harmony. And she is a very talented young um, um, songwriter. And I play her uh, less than perfect boyfriend who doesn't treat her very well and is a pop star. And uh, Chandra Wilson actually plays my agent. And um, she sees right through me. And uh, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors, but the the real artistry behind all of my music is that Kelly, or rather uh, Harmony, is writing it. And as soon as I get picked up and sign this big contract and go on tour, I end up breaking up with her. And she's devastated and decides to go home for Christmas. And she goes home to um, 
to Miracle, Colorado. And we actually shot it in Crested Butte, which I don't know if you've ever been to. Uh, it was my first time, and it was such a beautiful, beautiful town in Colorado. Um, and she meets a high school sweetheart who is played by um, Adam Mayfield, uh, the character of Luke, and the, and Shirley is played by Sally Struthers, who is the town busybody, and it's a really cute, really cute show. And I come at one point and try to win her back, and, you know, you know drama ensues. Um, I don't want to give away too much, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a really cute show, and it's the first movie musical I've ever been a part of. And oh. the singing in it, it's an original score. I think there are six songs, and Nenea, who directed and created it, also um, wrote the music, and it's great music. It's really, really great music. And oh, it's all performed sounds... uh, throughout the movie. Oh, you know, and I love movie musicals anyway. I mean, I've, I've always, from the sound right. of music on, I mean, I've always enjoyed movies mm-hmm. of that nature when they weave in. Oh, then I think but you'll enjoy this. Oh, I, I, just to, to hear you describe the plot of it, it just sounds amazing. And when you pair that kind of concept movie with Christmas, you, it doesn't get any uh-huh. better than that. So, and it's going to yeah, be interesting seeing you because, you you know, um, like in some of the, for example, some of the Hallmark movies you start in, you know, you've always played the main love interest. It's going to be interesting to see you play this role, too. Um, yeah, it was very way. fun. And, I haven't got to play, character. like, the, totally, yes. I, I haven't been able to uh, play, uh, like, a bad guy anytime lately. Not since uh, The Young and the Restless, not since Ricky. And this character is just... Um, he's the worst. He's such a loser. You know, he's just so <laughs> selfish and so Hollywoody. And I'm shot, you know, and 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 Kelly's character Harmony is so sweet. He does love her. He just, you know, he has a hard time um, not thinking about himself first, and she deserves a lot yeah. more than that. But you know, you'll see what happens. Oh, that's gonna be great. Yeah, I, I have. We can't wait. I, I have no doubt we'll be like giving you dirty looks at the TV screen while it's going on and then <laughs> at the end root at the end rooting for you guys, you know, that's just how these movies work out and that's what we uh-huh. love about them. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh yeah. Definitely. Okay, well, I, I hope you guys do watch it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we don't miss not one of them. Let me tell you. So we will definitely be watching <laughs> and we'll be tweeting about it and we'll be posting it on Facebook and posting oh, it yeah. on, on Instagram and everywhere we can put it. We just, we love, 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 love those movies. And that's why we do the show. Now, if you were to write a Hallmark movie, what would it be about and who would you have star in it? Hmm. Good question. Um, <laughs> what would it be about? Well, first of all, I would probably set it somewhere amazing. I'd probably set it in, in Italy or in Switzerland or somewhere that might not necessarily be in our budget, but in, we just, let's not talk about a budget. Let's say we have a, an amazing budget and we've got endless amounts of money. I would set it somewhere that we would just, that everyone in the cast would love to go. So let's pick Italy. And then uh, I would love to do a, a unusual pairing, something like, 
And now that they have the mystery channel on Hallmark, I think that maybe you could mm-hmm. work in there where there's some kind of mystery, some kind of a caper, some kind of a like a, a, a chase where almost like a Dan Brown novel. Ima- imagine Hallmark doing like the Da Vinci Code. All oh, set wow. like Ooh. throughout Italy. Wouldn't that be fun? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Something yes. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I, what it would I be. And who would, would I cast with it? That. Yeah. Yeah, right? That would be great. I um uh well I uh Ali Lieber, who I was in a gift to remember with last year, has become a really dear friend of mine and I would love to do a movie with her. And I've got a couple other girlfriends out here in Los Angeles that are amazing actresses, um Chelsea Kane, Kim Matula, they would all be amazing uh mm-hmm. co stars. Mm-hmm. Um do you know Kim? Kim from uh Bold and the Beautiful? Yes. Oh, yeah. and the beautiful, like, yep. Yeah. She's got to do one of those Hallmark movies. i got to pitch that somehow. She would be fun to I work with up there. I would pitch that script, too. you got to pitch that script, Yeah, too, I should. <laughs> and, I think, and I think I that's think a pretty good idea. If you need us to, we'll, if you're going to pitch her to Hallmark, we will pitch you that you need to co-star with her in the movie, whatever that movie that oh, is. Okay, great. Any time of the year. So yeah, you scratch like, my back, I'll scratch your back. Hearing. Right, Sounds exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do. We'll, we'll work together to make it happen. <laughs> Hallmark, are you listening? <laughs> are you listening? <laughs> Thank you. That would be great. Oh, wow. You're welcome. Now, you kind of answered my last question um, that I wanted to ask you, but I'll go ahead and say it anyhow, and we'll see what you come up with. Which three words would you use to describe working for Hallmark, or just to describe Hallmark in general. Oh, good. Uh, okay, let's see. Which three words? Um, well, I mean, obviously the first one has to be love because it's not a Hallmark title if it doesn't have love in it. So love is number one. Um Canada would be number two because we film everything up in Canada and I've fallen so in love with visiting Canada because of uh, because of Hallmark. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, number three would probably be family because it uh. is, they've done such an amazing job at making, not only making material, television material that you can watch as a family, that you feel like family, that you come home to and, and, and for many, many people nurtures like a family, but also working for them. Um, there's a lot of loyalty. There's a, a lot of uh, interconnectedness within the net, the Hallmark network. Um, and they take very good care of you once you're inside it they really do even refer to it as the hallmark family and um they they've been very uh generous and um very kind to all of their performers so they're they're, you know it's a pleasure to work for for them so i would say family yeah love canada and family and don't forget family family tv viewing too because anybody from your family, you know, or my family, and no matter the age, can watch these things. Watch these That's movies. That's right. I yeah. Mean, so, and you don't get a lot of that these days. 
No, it's it's hard to find that. And that's not to say that other programming isn't amazing. I think that we're living in a time with incredible television programming. There's so many great shows. But if you want to watch something that really speaks to an entire family, it's appropriate for all ages, and um, and you know it's going to just make you feel good, then there are very few... A uh, few programs have fallen into that category. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, we have got one more question for you, and we always like to close our interviews with this, and it's a lightning round, a five-question lightning round. And I'm going to ask you five simple questions. They're all Christmas-related because this is a Christmas show. And you just answer the first thing that comes to your mind. How about that? Sounds good to me. Shoot. Okay. First, your favorite Christmas tradition. Oh, going to Midnight Mass. Uh, Favorite Christmas song? Oh, Holy Night. Uh, Favorite Christmas movie? Oh, (laughs) the Drew Barrymore Babes in Toyland. Hot toddy or hot chocolate? Hot toddy. (laughs) Uh, White lights or colored lights? Um, warm white lights. Ah, yeah. Well, there you have it. That's the five-question lightning round. Thank you so much. That's great. <laughs> Did I pass? <laughs> you passed. <laughs> okay, good. You passed. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and really, there's no wrong answer, so. <laughs> That's right. true. Oh, good. No oh, wrong good. answer. <laughs> well, Peter, we want to thank you so very, very much for taking the time out to join us tonight, and we look forward to watching you in Christmas Harmony, as well as any other of your projects that come up, and we'd love to have you back again sometime. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me on the show, and I do hope you watch it and you enjoy it, and um, yeah, I'd love to come back. Let me know. Sure. Most definitely. Well, thank we will you so give very you a much. rainy dingy. <laughs> All righty. Sounds good. Have a wonderful weekend. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Don't leave us yet. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Christmas Movies. That's X-M-A-S-M-U-V-I-E-S. And also like our Facebook page at Christmas Movie Spotlight. Don't forget, that's spelled M-U-V-I-E-S. And follow us on Instagram at Christmas Movie Spotlight. And don't forget to check out our website, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. That's movies with M-U-V-I-E-S, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.